Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Kisavai Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Kisavai. Our Aliyah is 21 Pesukim Lan, running from Perkov Zainul Aleph to Chav Ches Vov. The main topic of our Aliyah is the blessings and the curses placed on the mountains. Let's take a look at a basic summary and then we'll see some points to ponder. So we're told that Moshe, Moshe commands the people that day as follows. Hayom on this day, these are the tribes which will stand for the blessing at the um, at the mountain of Grizim, when you cross the Jordan, Shimon, Levi, Yehudi, Yisachar, Yosef, and Binyamin, and these will stand for the curses on Har Eval, the mount of Eval. Reuven, Gad, Asher, Zvulun, Dan, and Natali. So they split the tribes 6-6 six, six on these two mountains. Then the Levim will stand in the middle and call out in a loud voice. Cursed be a person who makes idols and places them in a secret place. The people will answer Amen. Cursed be a person who disgraces his parents. The people will answer Amen. Cursed be a person who takes the border of his friend back. The people answer Amen. Cursed be the person who, advi who advises the blind in the wrong way. The people answer Amen. Cursed be the person who changes the justice of a convert, widow, or orphan. The people answer Amen. The cursed be the person who has a relationship with his father's wife. The people answer Amen. Cursed be the people, uh, the person who has a relationship with an animal. The people answer Amen. Cursed be the person who has a relationship with his sister from either side. The people answer Amen. Cursed be the person who has a relationship with his daughter in law. The people answer Amen. Cursed be the person who has a relationship. Um, he uses his relationship to hurt his friend in secret. The people answer Amen. And cursed be the person who takes a bribe to kill innocent people. And everybody says Amen. Those are 11 curses. And then the 12th one is, Cursed be a person who does not uphold the whole Torah. And the people answer Amen. And then we hear, after this whole section is finished, Hashem tells the nation of Israel through Moshe, if you will listen to the words of Hashem to God, the commandments, and do what I'm telling you today, then Hashem will make you ascendant over the nations of the world. All the brachos will catch up with you because you listen to Hashem. You'll be blessed in the city. You'll be blessed in the field. You'll be, your children, your crops, your animals will be blessed. And every blessing will be with your coming and your going. That's a summary of the Aliyah. The last little section, really, of the next parak um, is actually the beginning of the next section of the sixth Aliyah. So let's take a look at this. What, what is really going on in our Aliyah? So the mission in Soto and Davlam and Bezo and Aleph helps flesh this out in a more express way. And that is, is that when Bnei Israel entered the land of Israel, they were to go to the area of Shechem. In Shechem, two of the adjoining mountaintops are Har Grizim and Har Eval, two mountaintops. And what's happening is, is that the children of Israel split up the tribes. So representatives of the tribes of six of them will be on the one mountain on Har Grizim. Representatives of the, of the other six tribes will be on Har Eval. And Leviim are standing in the middle and they are presenting the 12 or the 11 plus 1 blessings, the positive version of what is said, what we just hear, heard in this Aliyah is said. Blessed be a person who does, and the positive version of it. And everybody says Amen. And they turn to Har Eval and says, Cursed be the person who does the negative side of this. And they all say Amen. So this is essentially um, a reflected blessings and curses ceremony which is occurring over here. That's what the Mishnah says. And it's interesting that the Mishnah actually does point out that this was done at the same time as the ceremony on Har Eval where they wrote all the Torah on the rocks, which is the previous Aliyah, which is why it's actually put in the Torah in the same place. Where, where the Mishnah learned it from is because of the proximity in the Torah. This is a similar um, one-time event which occurred when they entered the land of Israel. So a few more questions. Why are the tribes split up in these in this particular way? The six here, the six there. So the Chizkuni actually points out that the, the it is halved by the children of the Shvachos of Bilha and Zilpa, which are four children, 
and added to them are the youngest and the oldest of, of Leia, which is Ruven and Zvulun. So it's uh, Gad, Asher, Natali, and Dan, and then Ruven and Zvulun are on the one side, and then the other ones, the remaining four of Leia and the two of Rachel on the other side. Now, why are there 12 curses or slash blessings which are made here? So the Klayakar explains that really it's actually 11 blessings and curses, and then the Arur Torah which is essentially the catch-all for the rest of the Torah itself. Why is it 11? So he explains that the Shem Avaya, the name of Hashem, which is the, the most ascendant name of Hashem, which is yud and then a Vav and a He, is made up, to, uh, made up of two components. The first component is a Yud and then a He, which is actually a shame of Din, an expression of justice. The second half is an expression of mercy, which is Vav and a He. Vav and a He is uh, numerically 6 and 5, which is Rachem. So we're eliciting the, the mercy of Hashem through these 11 blessings slash curses. It's interesting to notice that the last one, which is Asher, is not seen as one of the rest of the 11, it's seen as its own perspective. The Ramban explains that actually it is the idea of living Torah, not just performing Torah. So it doesn't say, who doesn't do, it's the one who does not fulfill, Yakim, uphold. We're talking about a style of life, which the Torah is meant to be teaching us. The Ramban does then go on to quote a Yerushalmi that says that this is said by the Chazan. This is said by the leader of the congregation. The Ramban says that perhaps this is referring to the idea of the responsibility of the person who gets the kibbud of Hagba to lift up the Torah, that a person should lift the Torah so that everybody can see it. And that's what this Baracha and Klala is referring to, is making sure that everybody can see the Torah which you uphold when you lift it up as well. Now, a few other questions over here as well, and that is, what is in common with all these blessings and curses? That they're chosen over all the other mitzvahs to the ones which are brought to Har, uh, Har Eval and Har Grizim. So the Gemara and Sota Adav Lamed Zayin says that all of these Averos are associated with adultery and the activities leading to and following that crime as well. And so it's talking about a moral style of life which is being mandated here. The Ibn Ezra says that more generally, all of these are problems which are related to what a person does privately, secretly, in a way that is not easily prosecutable. And therefore, that's why they are chosen here for emphasis, meaning Hashem says there's going to be a system of judges, there's going to be a system of justice, but in the end of the day, there are going to be certain things which can't be prosecuted easily. We're putting curses on those who transgress them and blessings on those who adhere to them. The Klayakar explains that this makes sense because the twelfth of them, which is the Gemara actually says, refers to a person who learns Torah without the correct intentions. So therefore it's something where you may see the person's actually learning Torah, but actually it's really for the wrong reason. So it's private, again, it's a private sin, which is what the reason why these are all put together. Finally, one last question is, why when the Torah chooses to list them, does it not list them as blessings and then say the reflection is the curses? It chooses the curses and says, well, the blessings are also mentioned. So Kleokarek brings two ideas. One is that bracha is really to be found in Olam Haba, in the world to come, not in this world. So that's why the focus is not that. Another idea perhaps is that when Hashem is happy with a person, when Hashem sees a person who's walking in the right ways with the, their, their actions, he ensures that even the curses in their life are really hidden blessings. So it may look like we're talking about curses, but actually, truly speaking, they are blessings in that person's life. This concludes the fifth aliyah of Pasha's Kisaba. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.